Bonjour. Bonjour. Welcome to Four Play Matters. You watch. Well, Four Play Matters because what? It matters. <laughs> I'm Madame Wee. And I am Madame Boku. And welcome to another edition of Four Play Matters, and we're continuing the conversation about fantasies. I can never run dry on that topic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so where are we going to get started? What's, what, what are we talking about today? Well, I mean, the thing is, I mean, where do you start? At what point in your relationship do you start to have that conversation about exploring sexual fantasies? Okay, that's a hard question because people have different comfort levels when it comes to fantasies. Um, and it's also really important to have communication. We talked about communication in some of the last episodes. It's really important to have communication about this when you start stepping into <laughs> fantasies. Well, especially this first fantasy. Okay. And communication the first one. <laughs> is very, very clear. Master and slave. Master and slave. So who's going to be the master and who's going to be the slave? Okay. Well, we know, of course, if, if we were in a relationship, <laughs> you would be the master and I would be the slave. Um, and, that, <laughs> and that is because now you're getting into more of that dominant submission um, type of role that we have discussed in previous episodes. But with this master and slave type of fantasy, some people are like, okay, BDSM, cuffing, we know you don't like being spanked. Right. However, you. you know, but you like to spank. Right. Right? So the master will be doing the spanking. The slave will be receiving it. Right. But what I want us to talk about is for people to understand. They understand and people are like, are you serious? Whips and chains. But this master-slave fantasy, and if planned out, can actually go to a whole nother level um, of safety. Right. Right? I mean, um, so the first thing is we said communication. So those safe words need to be in place. Safe words need to be in place, and they also need to be respected. Right. Um, and so you have to say a safe word that is maybe unusual because the safe word maybe is not no because that could be part of the role play. Correct. So you have to be clear about oh, what the safe word yeah, is. It's an emergency 911. Like if it's pineapple <laughs> and, and choose a safe word that's not like stop, go, right. like you said, because these are words that you mainly use in role playing, right. right? So you need to come up with a joint word that you both agree on, but also words not just to say stop, but also words that if you're in a certain role playing and you want your hair pulled or, um, or you want it to a little rough, you know, or rougher, you know, then you have banana, you know. So you not just coming up with one safe word. You're coming up with several safe words for that. So you're that. thinking about encouragement words. Correct. All right, so encouragement words, right. But the main safe <laughs> word is when it needs to stop, right? I think that's really um, important. And again, um, you know, I can't emphasize enough how you have to communicate beforehand. Um, a lot of people think, oh, master-slave or um, dominant-submissive, that the submissive person is, you know, just like out of control and the other person is taking control and that could be further from the truth. Actually, the submissive or the slave is the one that's mostly in control because they're really setting the, you know, format for how the night is going to go or how the day is going to go or how this event is going to go. Um, you have to be clear about what it is that I like. If I'm the sub, 
you know, what do I like? Do I want to serve you? Um, you know, do I want to be on my knees? Um, do I want to be hit? Do I want, you know... Do I want fire involved? Right. <laughs> I don't know if you remember, fire. it's this um, playground in um, this warehouse in Baltimore. Um, and it was a BDSM playhouse. Mm -hmm. And you'll be surprised how far Master Slave will go. And you definitely have to have that conversation because some people really enjoy this. And it's something called a 24 seven, mm -hmm. right? And so, yeah, she may role play for an hour or two or something like that, but then you have couples that are 24 seven in this role. That's true. Um, and, um, and it's their daily life. Mm -hmm. Like, so that's where you have to one, have the right partner to do that. Right. Um, because it kind of is like the role plan has now taken on reality. The um, very curious thing about this is that um, sometimes when people do 24 sevens, they do contracts. And so yep. it's in writing. And you go down the list bullet point by bullet point. You are going to be my slave. You are going to serve me at such and such hours. You are going yeah. to wear such and such clothes. You're going to be, so everything is just kind of like itemized. And you agree. And you actually sign the contract. Mm -hmm. So that part, that's a upper level of communication. Right. But sometimes you actually have to have that in place so people understand how serious this is. A trust factor is very, very important to know that you can trust this other person with your most, you know, uh, innermost desires and fantasies. Well, your life yeah, in a way. Really. I mean, because like I said, you're now gone from this role playing to reality, yeah. to day to day, this is how we're going to live our life. Yeah. Um, and you have to be on the same page because then judgment is going to come in from family and friends and, and it may be something that you keep between you and your partner. Um, your significant other that this is what we do when we're behind closed doors but it also can go out into public and people don't know that's true. so you know you have to understand when you're dealing with that right um and we'll get into that because that's a whole another episode well, too a, that could be a thrill you know to take it outdoors but you also have something to look forward to if it's just behind closed doors so all day i'm at work i know that the foreplay is already starting to happen because i get a call from my master I'd be the master, but I get, I get a call and they're letting me know, you know, by 6 PM what's going to happen. Yeah. Right. So yeah. already you're just, that's the mind fuck already that's right. happening. Exactly. Yeah. And some people may say, Oh, that's controlling, but not if you agree to this. Right. And this is something that brings pleasure and satisfaction in your relationship. Who are you to judge someone that decided to take on that 24-7 master slave right. role? Well, right? what's for somebody not is not necessarily for somebody else. else. And so exactly. if you find somebody and you can trust them with this and they're like, I'm down, then kudos to you for finding that other freak in the world just like you. <laughs> right. So number two, the trio. I mean, we kind of got into this the last time, okay. you know, I mean, two women and a man, two men and a woman, whatever. Every girl wants that, but every guy wants that too. And we kind of got into this last night at an event we were at, you know, and people got real emotional over this. Um, so, you know, I mean, most men, of course, fantasize about having two women, um, and, and it's kind of like, really the conversation got into last night was like, why? Right. Like, why, why is that a you, thing? Why is that a thing? Mm -hmm. But then, you know, female that was in, in at the event um, pretty much was like, yeah, so I fulfill your fantasy, but then you need to fulfill mine and I want two men. Right. And men immediately 
are like have a visceral response yeah. when it comes to that. I mean, it was like one time I had this conversation with this guy, and you know, his wife was bisexual, or whatever, and of course he wanted come into the bedroom with them and I was like no this is what I'm, I want and he was like I'm Mandingo I mean he got real serious real quick but what is that and like, I'm why? like are yeah. you serious I yeah. was like you're selfish <laughs> or I mean but you know there's uh, there's the the whole problem with just being homophobic and so uh, I think men and right. I can only I can I don't know I'm not a man but I'm just going to assume that they're trying to figure out well how is this going to go are we touching, are each, we other? touching each other is this balls going to slap on like what's happening in this situation and what does that connote as far as him what does that indicate about him um, being turned on by that situation what is their judgment because we you know and we'll get into that um, later on as well is there just is there going to be a judgment call about whether or not this turns me on if I get a hard on because and there's another Little man in the room, right? You know, so um, I think that's. I'm like, part get of over it. your insecurities. <laughs> Come on now, it's not all about you, right? Right. Because again, everything that you just described, yeah. you're not even thinking about how to please me. Right. You're thinking about what's going on in your head yeah. that's holding you back from ultimate pleasure. Well, Why? Okay, it's so like, then you also have men the, get over yourself. The other issue is watching your woman be pleased by another man. And so how does that work itself out psychologically? <laughs> how does that work itself out? Now, on the flip side, when there's a trio, it's two women, one man, I don't know whether or not that's ever... Women don't have issues. Women don't deal with all that, do you think? I don't Y'all be think... thinking about all that. Well, I mean, you know what? I can't say that I can speak for all women. I think some women might feel intimidated that there's another woman in there. But guess what? You walked into the situation. This you is agreed. true. This, you agreed. You I... agreed to it. No one forced you to do it. This is true. Oh, you know? but you know what? Let's talk about that, okay? So when a woman decides that she's going to do a threesome to please her man, so is that being forced? I mean, yes, you did agree, but you don't know what to expect in that situation. You don't really know how you're going to feel, what your emotions, we are emotional creatures. Yeah, you know. yeah. yeah, so you don't know what to expect. And all kinds of things can come up in that kind of a situation. So, And again, that's just like with the master-slave relationship. The safe words, you have to have these conversations before you go into these type of situations. Mm -hmm. Because you may go in where you say, okay, you're only going to touch here, here, and here. But then you didn't know once you got into a certain position mm -hmm. or maybe being touched a certain way or kissed or caressed a certain way that you become aroused. And then your mind is like, oh, well, let me explore this because I never experienced this. Right. So then that's where you had the conversation of whatever your safe word is, pineapple. Right. And that means that, oh, I'm going to allow you to have oral sex or eat me out. Or I'm going to, or that could be the word that I'm now going to do this, but we didn't discuss this. Right. However, we're now flipping the script. So that's why these type of conversations need to happen beforehand. It's, and these safe words have to be put in place because something can shift yeah. in presently in the moment at any time Correct. and you all and you all want to walk away from the experience having a great experience right right um i think that you know if you decide that you're going to step into this lifestyle because this is just a fantasy but in the lifestyle of it you do figure out things as you go along and right. so you realize oh i don't want like a thing is um some couples decide they're not going to kiss the other person, right. right? Because kissing is too intimate. intimate right. um, 
Okay, I mean, aside from this person's penis being inside of your body, but anyway. Um, <laughs> in your mouth, but and that's you're a rule. But, but you don't want to kiss. Yeah, some some right. people. That's the rule. It's I'm. I don't want you to kiss her. I don't right. want her to kiss you. And that's the rule. And you don't. You don't go. You know, beyond that rule. Otherwise, you know, that's disrespect. So, um, but I don't know whether or not you would know that off the rip. I think that sometimes you get into a situation and you realize that didn't feel good or it made me feel like this or it evoked this kind of emotion right. and then you have to talk through it. So, you have to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I think that our viewers are picking up every time we talk we're gonna, and going forth, communication is key. Yeah. I mean, that's just any type of relationship, yeah. professional, personal, any type of relationship, communication is key. So how do you think that you bring up a fantasy to your loved one partner so that they can kind of get into what it is that you like. You know I'm direct. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not passive aggressive. I'm very <laughs> aggressive. Um, you know, so that's one thing about me. I speak my mind. Right. So, um, so if there's a fantasy that I want to fulfill, I'm going to have that conversation. And right. then, and, and, ask what's your fantasy and can we play out that fantasy right. now the thing is with me whereas you know with significant partners or others or whatever um they don't ever act out their fantasy however me i definitely work hard towards <laughs> trying to achieve you know <laughs> acting out my fantasy but it doesn't always happen you know is it a give and take do you if they you know do your fantasy, do you automatically do theirs? Oh, I, I would, I'm not selfish at all. Yes. They didn't I'm even very tell you selfless. what the fantasy. <laughs> they didn't even say what it was yet. You're no, just they like, already, I'll do it. No, they already, yeah, they, <laughs> sure. They already told me what it was because it was a conversation because normally when you're talking about fantasies, you're going to want not to just share. You're going to want them to share with you as well, you know? Right. So it's kind of like when you have your partner, you're kind of already kind of have an idea what their fantasy is. Do you? I mean, I do because I, I listen, you mm -hmm. know, like, and I also ask questions. Like, you know, I'm always interviewing. Yes. So it's like, <laughs> you know, I'm a talker. Right. So it's always an interview. Right. You know, but, um, but yeah. So we were talking about this a little bit because of our weekend, you yes. know, and, and, you know, we had a good weekend. We had a good weekend. <laughs> the summer unofficially is beginning yeah. and, and everything. So what about fantasy that people have? In public places, having sex in public Okay, so place. we're talking about public sex now. So for me, that's not my thing. I have anxiety. Um, and I get nervous about getting um, getting busted by, you know, authority figures, somebody, you know, might see, whatever. Um, for other people, this is a thrill. They love the excitement of um, potentially being caught. And um, the breaking race, the law, right? Breaking the law, doing something reckless. You're a deviant. Um, other people seeing. So uh, you know, as we had this conversation, we all came over to you know um, my little pool um, section at my building, and there's a lot of windows out there. There's a lot of ways that somebody could possibly see. If so that's you, where voyeurism yes, exhibition comes yes. into play, and we talked about that in the last episode. Yeah, that's a fantasy. Yeah. Um, but what is but what is it that people go? Because of course that could just be kissing and touching. But then you 
took it all the way. Right. You know, like, why do you think someone would want to take it all the way? I think just for the same reasons that we discussed, that it's a thrill. It's the excitement in the moment. It's um, doing something that, you know, most people, you know, might potentially frown upon. It's thumb in the nose at authority um, in some way, shape, or form. Um, and it's just also just getting your freak on, like, real quick. It's, you know, I don't know if it was quick, but, I mean... <laughs> Just doing something just like, you know, spontaneous. And I think that that's part of it as well. And it's a part of people's personality, too. Yeah. I mean, you know, some people, um, you know, they master the art of not giving a fuck, you know? Yeah. And it's like, and that kind of translates into other things as well and, um, and everything. But then another fantasy is flying solo. By flying solo, you mean... You don't have anybody else with you, so then therefore, <laughs> you know, you're stimulating yourself. I you're mean, saying in public, or it could be in public. Potentially it could be, being discovered, did a little diddle in front of the window. I mean, I guess masturbating, <laughs> masturbating in front of the window, right? You know, so that you think somebody's watching, or you know somebody's watching, or you know somebody's watching. You know somebody, and in you're getting put across on the a, way. A they're looking in your direction, and you know, you might actually have a show but do you think that masturbating for i don't think that's a fantasy for men to masturbate because i feel like they've been masturbating since they were born you know men were like discovering and just pulling because it's like oh what is this it's external yeah. right but do you feel that's actually a fantasy of women masturbating um i think i'm talking to one um <laughs> well i'm not it's not a fantasy for me because, you know, I masturbate every day. Well, but, what um, I've learned is that some women don't even know their bodies, you right. know, to even, you know, like move in that direction. So um, they may have seen a movie, they may have, and they're afraid to touch themselves. And so um, it could be a fantasy um, for a woman to just know how to please herself. You think it's intimidating? I think so. Oh, I think so. I think that it can be um, intimidating for a, women, uh, for a woman to masturbate um, because she there's an assumption that the guy should know how to please her. That, that That's what a guy is there for. And so they wouldn't you know, even think of it as a thing to do. Um, plus, we've gotten shamed, like, you know, throughout our childhood, don't touch yourself, or you masturbate and you're gonna grow hair on your hands, or, <laughs> you know. Never so, heard that one, yeah, but yeah. I've heard it many times. <laughs> um, and so, but my hands are clean. Uh, so, <laughs> so there, you have stigma that's attached to that as well. Um, and so, um, but I think that we are at a point in life right now where we have access to information, media, social outlets, um, where we can see. Like, I remember um, when I was coming up, you had to go to the library to learn about sex. Now you can go on the Google internet. And, you know, you have access to porn, you have access to information, articles, all kinds of things. Um, so I think that we're entering into an area where uh, people are a little bit more open, or at least if they're curious, they can do it in the privacy of their homes um, and, and learn you know, as they go. Um, but I definitely think that that's a fantasy for um, some women and that they need to get over and just jump in. Now, a fantasy of men, because you had mentioned porn. Yeah. So <laughs> that homemade porn video or sex video or something, do you 
feel that that's every man's fantasy? And I then does know. that cross over to women as well? I, I, you know what? I'm curious to know whether or not, you know, if you guys are listening, could you please just put in the comments and let us know, you know, is that every man's fantasy? Is it your fantasy? Um, homemade porn. Have I been asked? Yes. Have I done it? Sad, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you were trying to figure out if you were going to yes. say yes or no. You're the, acting The debut. problem is, is because what I would suggest to people is if you're going to do it, to do it on your own device. Like you don't let <laughs> the other person leave with, you know, it on their device. Um, just to safeguard, you know, your Right. Your you got to be comfortable yeah, and you safe be about com- it, you know. So, but um, I've heard of people that they, you know, couples, they'll do a little homemade porn and they watch it together. And, you know, that that's a turn on for them. Or it could be comedy. I don't know. Um, you know, like you don't realize the faces that you make or, you know, the sounds that you make until you actually watch a replay. You can actually improve. Yeah, it could yeah, be. Yeah, it could be like research and <laughs> development look at it, it that be a way rehearsal. let's get it right the next time take you know? three <laughs> i mean but men are probably have more of the fantasy of doing a porn or a sex video or whatever over women do you feel that women um become more conscious of their body and then you know in this articles that we're reading they're mm-hmm. like oh make women are gonna say make it black and white so you don't see my cellulite you know like <laughs> No, I've never heard that, but I do know that we are body conscious, yeah. um, and so that can be a thing. I, you know, at, at this point in my life, would I do a video, a homemade porn? Probably not. It was very exciting, you know, in my twenties, <laughs> and you know, you get one of those little video cameras, uh, and you know, you think you're doing something, uh, but like that's not for me. But it is a thing for, for people, people. You right. know what I mean? Um, and for certain people, they just have a collection of all of the people that they're, you know, out there ripping and running with. Um, or they have a collection of different movies with their partner. Right. Because it may be their thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, it's okay, on set tonight, Is honey. Is that something <laughs> that you can imagine yourself doing as well? Or No. no you're not no. into it? No. I mean, yeah, when I was younger or yeah. whatever, like, experienced that. But for me, no, because I'm so worried about... It getting out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, right. I'm like you. De- and again, communication. You got to right. If you're going to fulfill this fantasy, make sure it's clear. I mean, but you gave a good point. Do it on your own Do device. It on your you know. Own now, phone. if your partner or significant other is not concerned about any of that, you know, and they want their porn debut and they don't care if it gets out there, that's the. But if you're concerned and you're right. doing it to fulfill a, a fantasy right. with your partner or yourself. Do it on your device because then you can delete it. Well, you can and delete you it, but what happens is, is sometimes you have things happen between you and the mate. Okay, yeah. people break up. Yeah, and now they've got revenge you. porn, <laughs> and <laughs> and now you got to bring the cops in. You yeah. know, or you know, suing someone or something. So it's kind of like again, um, be careful who you, you want to play out some of these fantasies with. Yeah, um, definitely make sure someone you can trust, someone that you trust is key. You know, communication is key. So. So this another I, well, there was another one that was called a stranger. So yeah, we is, talked about that so, in the last episode, which yeah. I actually like. You know, which is why I'm bringing it up again because <laughs> <laughs> I've done it. I enjoy it. I like the thrill of coming up with a skit and acting. Or it. do you like the chase? I like this. I like that we're we plan something out beforehand and people have no idea that we're enacting or you know this thing that we planned out and so it looks random 
to people and they're just like, well, how the hell did he just come in here and just like sweep her off her feet? Or how the hell did she just come in here? She's buying drinks and now they're going to the bathroom. Like how did this happen? That's the mind fuck for me, which I enjoy. I like okay. that. Yeah. Okay. Well, that sounds exciting. <laughs> No. Now this next fantasy, um, and it's so cute. Let me um, see. And I actually might play this one out. The fairy tale. What is this? What is the this? The fairy tale, like um, Beauty and the Beast, or well, I've Little done that and I wasn't Look, playing. Little Red Riding Hood. <laughs> I've done Beauty and the Beast, and I wasn't trying to fantasize he was a beast. Um. <laughs> but Little Red Riding Hood, okay, you know. I'm a girl. I love some red hair. Would you do that? Would you get like a little red hood and put yeah, it on? Yeah, I'd and... be a little red riding hood, but I'd have my big bad wolf. <laughs> and we play that out. That sounds like fun, doesn't it? I have a feeling that we're going to the Halloween store soon. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know. This one doesn't really do that much for me, but if it does something for you, then, you know. What? Go the for what you know. Yeah. Just, yeah. I don't know. I, to me, it's like... You're, I'm bringing my childhood stories into it, and I don't know how to balance all that out. So, yeah, so for me, but um, but if you want a dominatrix and some latex, you know how I feel about some latex. I love it. So, you know, <laughs> uh, so Madam Wee and I, I went to I New York. I don't know fairy tale that's I, latex. I think that that's my fairy tale. Oh, that's okay. your, you're going <laughs> to write your own script. But we went to um, a boutique, and they sold... Um, latex outfits, and she saw the transformation. As soon as I tried on this latex getup, I like I was in a different zone. My mind was, in, I was just like, oh, it's just secure me. It was holding me in all the right places. It just, it was fantastic. So, um, you know, if I can make that a fantasy, then I definitely would. All right. So we're gonna kind of, because we kind of have to bring it to a close. But I want to touch on this one fantasy that I know. Uh-uh. I don't know if men have it. I know women mainly have this over men. Um, being a stripper. A stripper? Yeah, do you have a fantasy to be a stripper? No. I don't. Um, you can strip. I, I've, I, I wouldn't talk about a, you. I was talking oh, about whoever okay, my yeah. partner is. You can strip. <laughs> <laughs> and I can make it rain. And you can make it rain? That's what you prefer to do, the make it rain part? Okay, that's yes. called the, the, the payoff or tip fantasy. So that's a whole nother fantasy. Okay, but in your mind, like, what is this fantasy and how would you play it out? I mean, as far as, you know, just being a stripper, like, I mean, it's, it's an entertainment. I mean, I actually had that fantasy and I went into a sex club and they had a certain room that was the stripper room. And um, it was called Scores, actually. Mm-hmm. And I, um, I pretty much got on the pole and mm-hmm. fulfilled that fantasy. And I will say this. Um, it was quite empowering. Was it? it was very empowering. I mean, and also to see that, wow, at my age, you know, I can still twirl around this pole. I'm still an athlete, you know, cause you gotta, you gotta have strength. I think it's like, it's like was probably kicking in also. Yeah, yeah. But it, but it, 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 it did yeah. it, like it really, really heightened your kind of awareness. Mm-hmm. And then when you overcome it, it's like, it, Kind of like, now I'm superwoman, you know? Now I can take on anything. I can pick you up and throw you around, you know? But, um, but yeah, so, I mean, how do you feel about men and women to bring it to a close as far as fantasies? What is the takeaway with fulfilling your fantasies? So, I think um, how we started this off, this conversation, is um, 
key is communication um, and knowing that you're with a partner that you can trust with um, fulfilling a fantasy, even talking about it. I mean, you can get an idea or a gauge from your partner whether or not they would or they wouldn't, but I think communication is key. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Oh. Well, thank you for joining us today <laughs> on this Wednesday. So every Wednesday at 7 p.m., tune in to Foreplay Matters. Thank you so much, you guys, for listening. Remember, if you want to support what we're doing, please share, subscribe, like, leave a review, leave a comment. That's all that we got for you right now. Yeah. But we will see you on the next episode. Yes, and where you leave that is Secret Society Life on Instagram. You can also go to the website at secretsociety.life. Um, but we're also on every podcast outlet. So all you have to do is search Foreplay Matters because it matters. And tune in every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Au revoir. Au revoir.